Hello, thanks for joining me on this conversation, this show or podcast, depends on how you're listening to it. Um, it's called Outspoken and, and I am your host. My name is Bralado Ojokoto and you can call me B for short. That's the shortest it can really be. <laughs> okay, so why Outspoken? Why is the name of the show podcast Outspoken? First, um, in some time in February when The Voice Radio, Gospel Family Radio kicked off, I had a show called Dad, I Have a Question. Now, the reason behind that show uh, was because um, I, have a, I have a daughter that is yet to be two. And um, for me, the first time I held my daughter when she was born, um, what came through my mind was I have a life to um, show her. I have a life of believe in Christ to show her and my biggest ambition as a parent for her and the other children I'll have is to see them live for Christ um, and this is big because this is the gospel the, um, the gospel is the gospel because it's for everyone is that everyone gets to live the life God has called them to live and that life is in Christ and having kids and being someone who has been a Christian for this long and I am working fully in a church um, and a church is a byproduct of the gospel so definitely um, um, it has to top my desires what I want for my children in terms of the faith and though some people may cringe at the word indoctrination um, I don't have problems with the word indoctrination I think indoctrination is only a problem when you're indoctrinating someone with a lie not the truth and the gospel is the truth jesus is the way the truth and the life and indoctrinating my children with the gospel with jesus with his message is what god expects of me um he that every generation after me will come to know him and that's why um, i'm a father i'm a parent and it's my right it's a right i have and no nation no government no society can take that away from me no society can usurp that and the truth about indoctrination is that we are being indoctrinated whether we like it or not um, so indoctrination is not a problem it's only a problem when it's a lie but that being said um, one of the ways I, I figured that probably I'll be discipling my kids is um, through conversations um, I would love for them to ask me as many questions as possible and we talk about the gospel questions from the bible tough questions questions that may burden your mind and because I believe when we have conversations, we can talk, we can, we can be vulnerable, and um, I see how that that's one way God, um, Jesus walked with his, his disciples, and yeah, that's for me, that's discipling, it's friendship, and um, not just. I don't think it's going to be solely that we have morning devotions and prayer times in the house. That's the chief way I'll be discipling my kids. No, it's by us by us talking, and yes, we'll pray, we'll fellowship together. Um, but those fellowships will be products of the kind of conversations we've had. So I was trying to mirror what those conversations would look like. And um, I think I did like about two episodes and I kind of like struggling, not struggling with what to do in the next episode, but it didn't feel as personal as I wanted it to be. And that is understandably because um, my daughter was not asking me the question at that time. She's not old enough to ask me those questions. So I was making up the questions and, and that was a good intent. But I couldn't just keep it going. I it didn't feel personal. Um, but that may come back again, and um, I'm still thinking around it. So um, I came up with outspoken. Now outspoken means it's. I, I think it's it's a word that doesn't need to be defined. Uh, we all 
get what outspoken means. Um, since the gospel is true, and I say this because I'm not one who believes the gospel to be true. I'm one who believes the gospel because it is true. It's it's, it's and I can't use this episode to really talk as much as I would love to on that. Um, and since the gospel is true, it's, it is something that we should not shy away from being outspoken about. And that's why I call this show Outspoken. It's outspoken because I'm not outspoken about my ideas or my opinions or what I think life is. Um, I'm outspoken about what God thinks life is and the gospel. So it's outspoken, being outspoken for the gospel. And the gospel is God's message to the world, uh, not to Christians. And, uh, and the tax of Christians as believers is to tell the world of this gospel. If this gospel we claim is what it is, it should never be the last thing people get to hear about us. Um, if a man's life, and not just his life here on earth, you know sometimes the gospel is presented in a way that it seems like it's all the goodies here on earth, that God just wants to make your life here beautiful. And I'm not against that. I'm not saying that is not what it is. But Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 15, that the Apostle Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 15, that if... If our hope in Christ is for this world alone, we are most men miserable. Um, Jesus did not die so that you can have a better life here. He died so that you can have a better life more than here and a better life forever with him. Um, no matter how good the life you live here, it's going to come to an end because we have a body that's subjected to death and um, death will eventually happen. But we have a hope as Christians and the Apostle Paul was encouraging Thessalonican church and telling them that see we should not sorrow like the world sorrows when someone dies we just know that they've fallen asleep and we have a hope of a resurrection and that's what makes the faith in the gospel um, not futile because there's a resurrection and and if um, someone's response to the gospel or lack of response to the gospel decides where the person will be for eternity then this isn't something that we leave suggestion this is something that we must be outspoken about and must keep talking about because people's lives are dependent on it i remember a story a dear minister of god shared once i I probably may not be able to uh, recollect the story um, as it was said or as it actually happened but a criminal um, that had been charged to die um, i think by hanging um, because of his crimes um, and we see this normally in movies where the priest goes to meet the, pri- the, the, the priest goes to meet the prisoner and tells him to confess all these things and because you know I, I think that is done because the priest knows that see there's more to come from here the judgment you face here is not being compared to the judgment you're going to face outside of here and um, as he was telling talking to the criminal and telling him oh you need to believe God you need to ask for forgiveness for your sins and so that you can have a better life than what you have or what you got right here and the criminal looked at the priest and said you don't believe what you're saying and he kind of like took the priest aback and he was like what do you mean I don't believe what you're saying and the prisoner said that if you actually believe what you were saying even if there were broken bottles littered all over the streets you will crawl on those bottles and tell everyone what you are telling me right now and the priest was shocked was shocked sorry and um there's another there's a movie i watched not too long ago it's called overcomer it's a very inspiring movie if you've not watched the movie uh, i think you should go watch the movie and um this this dear man a believer went to see another man in the hospital who was blind 
and um, was kind of like intrigued. I think he bumped into his into his um, hospital bed mistakenly, and okay, he decided to introduce himself and told him, "Oh, my name is this, my name is that. Um, I'm a coach, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I'm a Christian." I think he said, "I'm a Christian or a believer or follower of Jesus." And the man on the bed said, "Oh, really? Tell me about what you said last that that being okay, you're a follower of Jesus." And told him about eternal life and everything. And said, "If." what you said it is about following jesus is as it is why is it the last thing you told me about yourself if it's the most important thing then it should have been the first thing you told me and that was like a lesson moment for me in the movie and um and it, it just goes to say it's a lot uh, for me personally and i think for some of us that may be listening that i don't think any one of us is outspoken it's as as is as outspoken about our faith in jesus as we should be because let's think of it if 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 lives of men hang on an eternal decision and that decision is being decided here um, if hell is real if being without god forever is true and it is true and if being with him is really true then we should be so outspoken about it because it's no jokes we can't be we can't be frivolous about it and and looking at that movie that movie just kind of did something in me and it just takes me to first timothy 3 15 uh, where the first peter 3 15 where the apostle peter was talking about that we should be ready to give a response give a reason for our faith in jesus um, meaning that um, we must be outspoken about it when he says be ready it means that every time anytime you 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 have conversations with people your faith in jesus must come to question and sometimes we don't have to wait for people to bring it to um to the table we should be the ones offering it to the table because we're offering a message somebody's life is dependent on it so the apostle peter says in first peter 3 15 but in your hearts honor christ the lord as holy always being prepared to make a defense and i just like love the word defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you and yet do it with gentleness and respect two things he says here is that be prepared to give a defense for anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that you have in you it means that the hope that you have in you um, how do people get to know the hope that you have in you? They only get to know the hope that is in you by you being outspoken about it, by they seeing it um, for real in your life. It's it's you, your embodiment of the hope. You you, you speak from that. When <laughs> the way we know people are passionate about something is by knowing, is by seeing how outspoken about it they are. Some of us see how people are passionate about politics, about football, about fashion, and about technology and about all these things and the way we know they are passionate about this is is as much as they are outspoken about it it's all about them you you never in a conversation with them and you don't hear it like that so the truth is if the hope in christ we have the faith we have in christ the life we have in christ if we are so passionate about it it means that we'll be so outspoken about it and it's way beyond the it's way beyond the religious dogmas and and the other things and it's way beyond being religious but it's more of a life that is quite evident the apostolic clinic lets us know that um even it's that 
people will, will, will bring this up to us. The way we see life is quite different. And, and people will ask, why do you see this life? And those are the entrances and those are the opportunities for us to, to be loud about the gospel, to be outspoken about the gospel. And, and basically, that's the reason for this, for this show. It's, it's, um, it's not, it's, for me, it, it's more of a conversation. And it's not just, I, I, I don't want it to be like I'm preaching people i'm talking over people i i really don't know how to do that <laughs> but let, it's about talking and 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 seeing the gospel whole differently so if i start with what is the gospel the, the apostle paul tells us in, in romans and it's a scripture that we all know far too well that the gospel is the power of god that and that can transform a life it's not just another idea or set of rules or ideology or uh, or just uh just something people just hop on or we believe no the gospel is is god is christ coming as god in flesh and dying for the sins of the world and redeeming man and and that's the gospel i love how the 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 great apologies dr rav zachariah puts it that and this practically is my paraphrase says the gospel doesn't make us make good people bad sorry the gospel doesn't make bad people good but it makes dead people live and for the ones who have received the gospel, the grace of God, it changes it changes how we see life. And really, that's what this this um, podcast, the show, is about. It's it is changing how I want to see life. It changes how I see life. If if I always say this that if the gospel changed my life, then it also should change how I see life. In other words, it should change my lifestyle. If the gospel is so powerful enough to change my life then it's so powerful enough to change my lifestyle and how I generally see life. And the gospel gives us a worldview, ideology, a belief that is shaped by God's word. And that's why Paul instructs in Romans 12 too that we shouldn't be conformed to this world, but should be renewed. But our minds should be renewed. And our minds are renewed by the new by the new life we have inside of us. And Paul kind of explains that, the Apostle Paul explains that in Ephesians where he says that be renewed in the attitude of your mind and it's there's there's a change something has changed dramatically in us evidently in us and it changes how we see life it changes it changes in, and it's why we we as believers associate certain habits and behaviors with with Christianity like holiness righteousness and and living a life that is and and Paul instructs those things in 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 Ephesians where Paul when the apostle Paul talks and takes Ephesians chapter five when he says that see there's some things that shouldn't be mentioned among believers and let this not be in your you've left this form of conversation and there's something new has happened so so homosexuality fornication sexual immorality and debauchery drinking and he he does a runoff of this because he says that see. The judgment of God is coming. The wrath of God is coming on all these things. So you shouldn't be part of it. Because really, a life that has changed by the gospel, also a lifestyle will be changed. Because that life was changed. And it just changes how we see life totally. And um, but, but, but we do know this, that the world we live in, the ways of this world, and the life that this world puts forth, is running against what God desires. As we are in the light, we'll also be running contrary. Um, no way can a Christian see the issues the same way someone who isn't a Christian see them. If they do, definitely one of them is compromising. And um, only the latter is a good compromise. So if if the one who 
who is not the Christian season it's like the way the Christian sees it the believer in Jesus sees it means that he's making a good compromise and it means that he's being led towards repentance and following Jesus and obedience to, to, to God but if he's a Christian conforming to how the world sees things and how those who are not in Christ see things he's making a bad compromise he's, he's being conformed to the world in this world we live in the world remains hostile to the spirit in us there's an active devil willing to drive his agenda through the world's desires nothing in this world pleases God and that's why he sent his son to die. Nothing in God hardly pleases the world. The, la- the former is bad. It's bad, that's why it doesn't please God. The latter is good, that's why it doesn't please the world. Um, uh, in John, in the book of John, um, the Apostle John records by the Holy Spirit that, that in the words of Jesus, that um, the world has rejected light and loved darkness. And, and that's just what it is. And as believers, our stand is clearly up against that of the world. It's a near impossibility that the world will ever take sides with us on how we see things. Whether being in marriage, whether being in sex, in politics, our desires and choices, the, our behaviors, the things we, the things we esteem and the things we don't esteem. The, cl- the truth about it is that the things we esteem as believers and the things the things the world esteems are two separate things. And most of the time, we fall into the temptation of esteeming things that the world esteems, um, esteeming wealth, esteeming, esteeming relationships, esteeming, and esteeming these things more than God, as if this is what life is about, and that is not, and that's and that's not the case. Jesus admonished his early disciples that the world would hate them just as they did him. <laughs> he said, "Your master." He was quoting himself because he had said earlier that. Um, uh, someone can be greater than his master and if the world hated me the world will also hate you darkness hates light and this is no way of shaming the world and calling everyone who's like christian dark and wicked and, and yes they are and but there's a reason why they are <laughs> they are because of adam because of the fall of adam but more because they they are being ruled because when adam fell he gave rulership to the devil it's because they are being ruled by the god of this world and by the prince of the power of the and devil and the apostle Paul clearly tells us that in both Ephesians and in his letter to the Corinthians. Take a look at the media for instance, be traditional or social media, all we see mostly is the advancement of ungodliness without shame. People taking pride in what is sinful and when believers speak out or give God's counsel or such, we are either labeled as judgmental or bigots or religious. I know some believers have done this wrongly, but when righteousness speaks out out against wickedness, no matter how graceful, wickedness will also t- will always take offense. If I tell an homosexual in the most loving way that his behavior or her behavior is sinful, and he needs to repent because God has offered grace through his son. If this is aired on media, I'll be likely to be labeled as an homophobe. Um, new words have been created, especially in the West, driving towards being more political correct politically correct truth is the world will keep being the world and we shouldn't expect godliness from a world that doesn't seek to know christ and live for him sometimes we're, we're shocked when people who are not christians do certain things and we're shocked we shouldn't be shocked and my friend baggy kind of reminds us every time we like for instance over the weekend the celebrity couple hollywood actors um some just a mess in their marriage and and it's it's not something that we should be talking about and we're talking about it and he kind of like rebuked us and said see guys why do we always expect we keep making this this mistake of always expecting righteousness from people who 
and unrighteous. And this is what they should do. And this is what they should keep doing. You can expect godliness from the world by seeking to be ungodly. The divorce rates are rising and all social ills keep rising. The, 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 the inventions of new sins in the courts, it's, it's kind of alarming. We're in a world where, especially in America and the West, and the, the things we see on TV, now, I heard there's a bill that's going to be passed in America or has been passed where um, in, on, ch- on any child that is born on their birth certificates, their gender shouldn't be stated. Because it's... <laughs> so, it's reading Romans 1, you, you get to see the state of the world and how worse it could get. Um, um, the Apostle, Pete, Apostle Paul tells Timothy that in the last days, there will be perilous times and at least why there will be perilous times and it tells us of the kind of evil that will be happening in the world and we shouldn't be shocked because um, we see this in the Bible that this is going to happen Jesus declare, declares that his church is marching on and the gates of hell shall not be pray, prevail and what this means is that we as Christians and why we should be outspoken is because we shouldn't be sitting back we shouldn't just keep to ourselves and keep. we shouldn't be peacekeepers just keep our peace and the world can go mad around us and we don't try to affect Jesus Christ says his church is advancing it's marching on it means that his church is not sitting dogs and waiting to be attacked this church is taking offense and it's natural that the world will take offense with our offense our offense disposition because when you when you when you tell the truth you risk being you risk offending people and that's and that's and it's not because you so on the flip side doesn't mean that you just go ahead of any people and say oh it's because i'm telling you the truth i'm offending you no 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 no. but the truth is not everyone will hear the gospel and be pleased to hear it um, um just like not everyone likes the cure to a certain illness um you hardly find a medication that tastes sweet so and that's how the truth is and the truth of the gospel is Personally, I'm not one that likes to be confronted. I like to stay out of fights and confrontations and all those things. But the truth is that if if you must be outspoken, you're definitely going to suffer confrontation. And um, because not everyone like to, I think there, there are places where so far some of the things I've said would would warrant a backlash. I said some things about homosexuality and um, maybe here in Africa. Um, you don't get people fighting but the truth is that um, we should not trust our Africanness too much um, the devil can outsmart it and that's just and that's just the truth um, the West wasn't always like this um, the West wasn't always like this um, they brought the gospel to us but I think when you veer off the gospel and when you stop being outspoken about what God wants you to do then you end up in this kind of situation um, Paul says this, the Apostle Paul says this, that those who will live godly will suffer persecution. And um, we must be outspoken about our faith in Jesus. And this is what the show is about. Um, um, and in wrapping this pilot episode up, I believe every believer must be outspoken about their faith in Jesus. Um, it's not something you should keep. It's, it's when we introduce ourselves to other people that we meet for the first time it should be one of the first things we tell people and if not the first things we tell people after we tell them our names and it's not because we we want to appear righteous we are righteous so shouldn't you want to appear righteous <laughs> but 
it's it's something we must be loud about and 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 defensive for we should not we should not hide uh, we don't need to know so much but we need to know so much <laughs> but do, we should not wait if we know so much before we be outspoken about it um jesus christ met a woman at a well and her case was a bad case um but she was outspoken about her faith in jesus and what he had done for her and that's all we have to tell the world what he has done for us I believe everyone must be spoken about faith in Jesus is the first thing anyone must know about us and we have and we must have conversations with people and these conversations will reflect our changed lives and we must bring our perspectives that the gospel has changed for us our worldviews to the table and maybe we're sitting on the table and we're talking about marriage with people we're talking about sex we're talking about certain things we're talking about politics we're talking about um, some of the things we must you know there's always I always hear people say things like um, let's put church aside. Let's put Bible aside. Let's put Christianity aside. Um, if if I believe as a Christian, if you're saying that, I don't think you understand what you mean by that. I don't think you understand what you've received in Christ Jesus. Um, um, to put Christianity aside means you're putting your life aside. Um, it means that you still feel that the life you have. It means that you still feel that the life you have, you are the owner. But if you've given Christ, if you've received his life, sorry, you've received his life, it's not your life anymore. You can't put it aside. Putting it aside means that you're saying you're killing you, you, you're, you're, you're killing yourself. And that's and that's anti-God, that's anti-gospel, that's anti-Christ. And I must just say it as it is. Um, um, a friend of mine was just telling me this evening of someone saying that, see, um, there's a place for the gospel and there are places for all that things. And I said, um, then you've not received the gospel. Because you don't want to take the gospel out of any place, because it is your life. I can't put, I can't put um, Christianity aside. Um, it is, it is something I must wear. It's, it's my biggest identity. It's my biggest brand. It is, it is something I am when I'm at home. It's something I should be when I'm outside. It's something I should be wherever I'm with people. And I must always come from the point of view of the gospel. Almost come. You know, I believe. Um, I am I am divorcing myself a lot from my opinions on how I see things, embracing more of how the how God sees things, and I see this clearly from scriptures. I believe Jesus Christ died for me to set me free from my opinions and my perspectives, and has given me a gospel that has shaped, giving me a better worldview, better way to see life. Because um, who do you think has a better view of life or a better view of anything? The one who created something or the created the one who created something has a better view and, and god has a better view of life and that's what i have access to by by being a believer in christ jesus is that i have a better way to see life and that's why he says my ways are higher than, higher than your ways and he, he always wants us to come up here so that we see from his perspective because it's by that that we can really handle life and live life well um, the clash of worldviews and ideologies is intensifying world over. And the truth about it is that um, the most attacked worldview, the most attacked, the most attacked position in the world in conversations, whether on social media or traditional media, is the gospel. It's Christ. It's the church. And people don't have to say, "Oh, I'm attacking church. I'm attacking Christ." They're attacking certain things that we believe. What I believes in marriage believe in a family believe in behaviors believe in sex and um, 
if we're not careful as believers, we become numb and insensitive and somehow allow and tolerate these things. Uh, it, 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 it shouldn't be. I like to read a quote by um, this bishop. His name is Bishop Shin. He's a Catholic bishop. I follow him on Twitter. And Twitter is like my best social media app because um, I get to just see conversations. And um, uh, I love to read articles. I love to read things, especially things centered around the gospel and especially things centered about, around life, culture, and where the world is moving towards culture. And this just helps me because it makes me realize how I should prepare myself and also what are the kids I'm going to have and the people I'm working with. I'm working with teenagers and how their minds need to be shaped in this world of chaos and how they, they should proceed with the gospel even if even if the world is going the other way we can we can maintain a right front of the gospel and be vocal about it and say it and even if we're hated for it the truth is um i want to please the examiner when i write an exam than please my classmates i care less if my classmates hate the fact that i want to please the examiner the truth is, at the end of time, the world is not going to stand to judge me. The world is going to stand to be judged. God is going to be the one to judge me. And um, I think as believers, we must live with the attitude that even if the world's up against us, it can never be greater than God. I'd rather live for Him. And it's not easy to fight. We must keep fighting. And um, I believe God helping us. So this this is Bishop Fulton J. Shin. I follow him on Twitter. And he says, America... And I can just say anywhere in the world, America, it is said, is suffering from intolerance. It is not. It is suffering from tolerance. Tolerance of right and wrong, truth and error, virtue and evil, Christ and chaos. Our country is not nearly so overrun with the bigoted as it is overrun with the broad-minded. Um, the Bible instructs us. It says the grace of God. And this, the grace of God has appeared to all men. It's brought salvation and saying to us that we should shun ungodliness and and it is clear so it is it is a big axe from god for us but it is a worthy axe and we must be outspoken about it and we must not tolerate evil yes we love people um it, it's it, it it's funny that people have seen truth as something that stifles empathy and that's and that is and because our world has a wrong definition of love that love is yeah love is accommodating and i won't take that away but love is not tolerant of evil love is not tolerant of misbehavior love is not true love dispels those things and makes sure those things go away because it realizes that this thing will kill the person as i was walking down the road today i was going out i was going to the market and i saw an evangelist on the road with a banner and a couple of these guys they always do it and it, it really i used to be someone that used to be like this is not preaching now but it is preaching and like, i had to repent of that today and he had the wages of sin is dead and it dawned on me i think this thought has actually dawned on me or probably heard it somewhere but i took it into memory today that the wages of sin is dead sin is the worst employer anyone can ever have because it only pay you debt pay you life a life that is separated from god a life full of suffering a life that 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 draws the wrath of god on you so it's a bad bad employer it's the worst employer it's a slave master it's a horrible slave master his wages is debt 
that shouldn't that's that shouldn't be a portion so i've come to the end of this episode um as much as possible like i said it's going to be a conversation it's just me using the worldview i get from the gospel how god sees how and just basically through the word of god and dissecting issues sometimes there'll be current issues that have happened in society or trends that are moving on i'll just vocal about the gospel concerning those things and um it's not so to sound right even though yes i want to sound right because i want to be right <laughs> but like i said it, it's not my opinion it's it's i could either be right or wrong we live in an age where opinions are void of being right or wrong and so people say things like and it just makes us entitled so people say things like it's just my opinion i'm sharing it's my opinion it's my opinion it's my opinion you share your view. everybody has a right yes everybody has a right and opinion but not everybody's opinion is right uh, some opinions are wrong and so it's either i'm wrong or i'm right and i'm seeking to always be right not because of pride not because really why should i want to be wrong <laughs> so and but in subsequent episodes i'm not going to be doing this by myself um i'm blessed to have friends and brothers uh, we have we've had a whatsapp group for almost seven years where we just discuss and this bothers on the gospel and how how and how what the word of god is on different issues be it marriage be it sex be it politics be it be it just general be it on this church be it on messages be it on be it on things that we're hearing and things that we're seeing and we practically have conversations every day so last week i was telling one of my brothers baggy and i said see our our keypads are becoming insufficient for the volumes that we keep seeing on the group and we need to take this out if it's a podcast if it's articles and yeah i think god is saying so much to us that it'd be good for a lot of other people to hear so um subsequent episode we're in different places in the world but thank god for technology we can we can have this conversation on record and have it out and that would be it so thank you for listening um i hope you enjoyed this i hope um, i always want your feedback so i can make episodes on people's feedbacks and what you think and respond to you and um, with grace and truth and it's just just the truth that's the only way with respect and gentleness and respect just like the hospital instructs us but i'm ready to give a defense for what i believe strongly my faith in jesus ready to give a defense as loud as possible and that's what our spoken is about and if you're a believer in christ i expect you to do the same thank you for listening i'm proud of Jokujo. remember you can call me